Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jason Alexis in the morning. Welcome to Hour 3, right here on my talk, Everything Entertainment, Everything CBS Special Presentation. I'm Jace with Lex and Mike filling in for Don McClain. Thank you so much for being here. We have the Dirt Alert coming up. Uh, and then finally, Lex and I have joking. We have been ta- <laughs> we have talked about this for like seven days. Finally, we're going to have a discussion about Ann Kim, oh, Chef Ann yes. Kim's episode on Chef's Table on Netflix. Um, Lex right. watched it. I watched it last week. I had Ann on my show. Lots to dissect. Lots oh, yes. of good things to talk about. Uh but speaking of uh, good things. Oh, and also get those tickets right now. It's open. Oh, that's it's right. It's open. Get your tickets oh, that's for right. Presentation oh. Journey Film Fest. Oh, God. B. Arthur's going to yell at us. I forgot. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, what you Alexis just said. <laughs> <laughs> tickets, tickets are on sale now. for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. You have to yes. get them now. They're going to sell out quicker than you can say. Prince Charles doesn't know how to use a pen. <laughs> or he's cranky about it for sure. <laughs> I and can't of stop watching that video. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, and the shoeing away watching. and the yeah. pen's not working. So the what films, were you going to say, uh, Lex? So the, the red carpet, the whole event, it's September 30th. So you'll see all four films. And there will be two theaters at Showplace Icon Theater that yep. they will be shown. So, so limited. So get limited. you got to get on the browser right now. Get on the website because these are going to go very quickly. So there we go. Okay, uh, from one lovely thing to a not lovely thing, it's time for Second Chance Romance, where we go looking for love in all the wrong places. Today we have Dennis. Mike, go ahead and put Dennis up. Hi, Dennis. Hey. Hi. How you doing, buddy? Hey. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for writing to Dawn. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, tell us about your date, my friend. So, um, well, thanks for having me on, first of all. Um, I've been a little bit nervous about this. Um, I don't know if you can tell, but um, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I dated Nancy. We went on two dates, actually, um, and she's just not calling me back, and it makes me kind of worry that I did something, um, and I wanted to you know, reach out to you guys to see if you can maybe help me figure it out. Um, okay. I know that you guys do that type of thing, so... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, here I am. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Uh, we volunteered at an animal shelter together, and um, you know, no one that no one that I work with will tell me why she got herself transferred to volunteer at another location. So I don't oh. know. It just it makes me feel uneasy. You know. You're internalizing it, thinking it's something that you did. It could. Yeah, it could be me. I, I see that. You know, um, okay. it could be me. Okay, so did you guys go on an official date, or you just volunteered together? I mean, I, I thought it was a date, you know. Um, you know, we were actually, like, friends for, you know, about six months, and uh, and she asked me out. 
So, oh. you know, we went out to eat. Um, you know, it was after work. It wasn't like, you know, we dressed up and put on the nines or whatever. We were both, like, covered in dog hair, actually. It was, <laughs> it was you know, whatever. It's part of it. Um, you know, I honestly, I, I, I kind of fell in love with her when she asked me out. You know, I always had sort of a crush. And so, yeah. Anyway, um, on our second date, we just ordered some pizzas and spent time in my apartment. And, uh, you know, we watched the movie, um, you know, nothing happened, you know, um, as, as far as I can think of. And, uh, you know, we worked another shift after that and she was totally fine. And I, like, I just, I can't, I don't know I can't figure it out, you know? Well, so nothing, and it sounds like you've already done this, but taken an inventory of what maybe could have happened, but nothing unusual nothing that would have been like an alarm bell to her i don't think so okay no huh um so you were at your apartment was there any like flirting or touching or hugging or i mean the, the date ended in a hug you know okay. it's, it's possible that she saw me as a friend because there wasn't like any like physical connection um yeah i mean i might have murdered misinterpreted that it was a date. Um, maybe they weren't dates. I don't know. You know, okay. I'm, uh, I'm confused. Well, Dennis, we're going to try to get some answers. We're going to put you on hold. Uh, you'll be able to hear everything, but Nancy has actually, she just knows that we're calling about a date. She's been on hold, but she's heard none of this. She doesn't know that you're on the other line. None of this. So hold on just a second. We're going to talk to Nancy. Okay. Mike, go ahead and put Dennis on hold. We'll get to the then, bottom of this, Dennis. Well, let's, well, let's oh, well, at least can. ask. Uh, thank you, Alexa. I'm going to try. Nancy, are you there? Uh, yeah, hi. 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 Nancy, thank you for doing this. You're live on Jason and Alexis in the morning. I know that you know that we're calling about a date of yours, which by design is an unusual uh, activity for uh, uh, a morning. But so thank you, first and foremost, for being willing to do this. Yeah, um, no problem. Um, yeah, this is, uh, gosh, I've been avoiding this, and uh, I had a good time on our dates and everything. Because um, you know you who know, we're talking very... about. Did Mike tell you we're talking about Dennis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they gave me, like, a brief, and, um, okay. yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't too excited to talk about this, but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to share. What happened? Um, well, I mean, they were very casual and, um, you know, he's, he's, he has like beautiful eyes and he's really cute and kind. And, um, I think almost like too kind, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, I just, okay. Yeah, well, so what uh, what happened? I don't know. I, oh, this is, like, really hard. Um, I'm not really, like, reaching out or anything because, like, we work together at the animal shelter, and I don't want to say which one, but... Um, yeah, don't. We yeah, do maybe. events. Yeah, like, we, we do events where we take the dogs out to a location, like a pet store and things like that, and um, he did something that I, I think was nice, but I don't really respect, and uh, 
Yeah. What did he I mean, do? He didn't hurt. No, no, no. Like, don't worry. He, like, didn't hurt Namble or anything. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could hear <laughs> the worry. Um, yeah. So he, there was this, like, couple who came by and really wanted to adopt a dog. They, they didn't have the money for the adoption and, and, you know, just start vetting and everything. And he said he would hide the dog so no one else would adopt it. He hid the dog? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And, and a, yeah. And a guy and his son came by. When they asked about the dog, he lied and said someone already adopted him. <gasps> then, yeah, then he hid the dog in the storeroom. Like, no one else you know, could ask about it. And <sighs> I don't know. Oh, no. Did did that, the first family come back? Or was, is, is, is a dog still in the... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I believe he got adopted. I just didn't, I didn't report him or anything. Okay. And, and then the couple ended up getting the money and coming back. So okay. I, I don't, yeah. I don't think you should have done that, though. It's like, it's, you know, first customer, actual customer, first serve, you know? I don't know. That's putting a lot of faith that they would come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, what if they didn't? Yeah. And that poor dog didn't get adopted. And, yeah. Well, Nancy... Dennis, we got your info, obviously, from Dennis. That's how we know about you. We know about the date. To be very honest with you, Dennis has actually been holding. We have Dennis on the other line. So let's go ahead and put Dennis up. Dennis? Hi, Nancy. It's good to hear your voice. Hi. Hello. Hi. Good to hear yours. (laughs) Um, Listen, I'm not sure if you know this, but I actually asked the pet store if I could put the dog back there, and they said yes. Uh, yeah, uh, but you also lied to that guy and his kid, so. Yes, I did. Um, I just felt like the other couple really would love the dog more, and they were there first, so. Okay, well, look, that's not really a judgment for you to make. I can I can see that. Um, you know, look, I'm really sorry. I, there was a lot of dogs that needed adoption, and I, you know, I'm human. I can... You know, I can see that. I probably should have handled that better. Mm. Well, I Um, mean, don't be too hard on yourself. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too sensitive about it. I don't know. um, Oh, I feel like there's hope here, James. uh, Yeah, I was just going to say. So, uh, now that this has been kind of cleared up, I guess that's what you would call this. Um. If we pay for, because it just sounds like maybe a misunderstanding. So if we give you some gift cards and pay for your next outing, would you guys be willing to meet again? Yeah, I mean, I I would, you know. Nancy? I would go out as friends so we can talk about this more. (gasps) Okay, that's great. You know, that works. Did we just find love? What we found like. There we go. Yes! Well, Nancy, Dennis, don't hang up. We're going to put you on hold. Mike's going to get your info. We'll get you the gift cards. 
And thank you both for being willing to do this and just keep us updated if anything happens beyond this, okay? All right, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, wow. They have very similar energy, don't they? Like, like droopy dog to- on, like on NyQuil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean that? Yeah. You mean droopy dog on NyQuil? <laughs> that. You know what? What, droopy? I'm happy. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah. I, I can't wait to go on that second day. Yeah. <laughs> I sure hope that's an old country buffet gift card they're giving us. I know. For the first time in all the years we've done this, I I actually don't know if that was successful. (laughs) That's why it's like, wait a second. I honestly honestly don't know if they should have gone out again. (laughs) What the hell was that? Oh, well. I uh, feel like I'm drunk. I, oh. Okay. We're not even saved by a half price deal today. Um, Do we have one? We don't have a new one, but I was just looking on the website. <laughs> Are we that desperate that we're looking for old? I'm looking for a half price deal to tell you about to turn no, this forget ship that. around. No, um, let's do this again okay. so that B. Arthur won't yell oh, at us. Oh, good. Okay. There's still yeah. deals. You just check it out. Use that keyword at mytalk1071.com. <laughs> After you buy your ticket to Project Down and Dirty Film Fest... They're available right now. They went on sale 17 minutes ago. We haven't gotten word that they've sold out yet, but I do know we're getting close. Mm. So buy these tickets now. MyTalk1071.com. <laughs> Click on Project Out and Dirty and get those tickets because they are going as we thought they would super fast. So call your friends. Check with them on the date Yep, and get these tickets. And there's three different screening times, and then we also have a VIP experience as well. That's right. When we come back, it's the Dirtalert with me next. Yeah. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour three. I'm Jace with Lex and Mike uh, filling in for Dawn. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. McLean and I am filling in for Don McLean in the Dirtlet. First up, mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel has apologized to Quinta Brunson, the creator, executive producer, writer, and star of ABC's hit Abbott Elementary after the Emmys a snafu where Jimmy and Will Arnett's comedy routine ended up causing Jimmy to be lying on stage while Quinta accepted her historic uh, Emmy Award for Best Writer in a Comedy Series. Here's Jimmy and Quinta discussing it last night. Congratulations on your uh, Emmy. Thank I, you. I, uh... I missed it. How did it go? Uh... <laughs> 
Jimmy? Um, I do want to I do want to explain this for those who may be confused by this. Mm -hmm. Now, what um, happened is um, well, I have a video and I'll show what happened. Now, that was a dumb comedy bit that um, we thought it would be funny. I lost, and then I drank too much, and I had to be dragged out on the stage. Mm -hmm. And then people got upset. Mm -hmm. um, they said, I stole your moment, mm -hmm. and, um, and maybe I did. And I'm very sorry if I did do that. I'm sorry I did do that, actually. And also, the last thing I would ever want to do is upset you because I think so much of you, and, um, and I, you know, I think you know that. I hope you know that. I do. Well, Jimmy, let me just say thank you. It is very kind of you to say that. I honestly was in such a moment of just having a good time. Like, I won my first Emmy. I was up there, like, right. you know, happy. Right. And um, I was wrapped up in the moment and just having a good time. I don't know. I didn't see any of that. I saw, I saw you and I saw Will Arnett and my Emmy, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm having so much fun. But... Thank you. That's kind. But honestly, I, I had a good night. She did, and she deserved a Ooh, good night. Oh, yes. But the apology um, hasn't... And, and look, celebrity apologies never, ever satisfy everyone. Lex, we, we got an email uh, from a listener... Yeah, we uh, did. ...that thought that the apology wasn't sufficient. That Pathetic happens and sincere. And, and taking nothing away from that my talker, hi... Um, admittedly doesn't know you know doesn't really watch jimmy kimmel so doesn't really know a lot about him we do mm -hmm. and he's a soft-hearted guy so i you know you got to give people grace sometimes i don't think he meant anything by it and i have to be honest when i say i thought his apology was sincere lex you i do yeah, yeah. and and that he acknowledged that it was a failed joke yes and, and maybe at that time he had some drinks i'm not saying blame it on the alcohol but you know he they thought it would be funny because he didn't win. Let's pull him out there and see. And and if you think about the other people who were up for the award, if they had won, he still would have laid there. So I don't think race had anything to do with this. No, no, I don't. It's think a so dumb either. joke that was a, that failed. Yes, yeah. And he didn't know what to do. It's like, do I lay there? Do I stop, drop, and roll? I mean, <laughs> do I stand up that, and run away? Like, what do you do at that, that is, moment? Yeah, I'm sorry, Lex. Yeah, I didn't no, mean to no. step on you. I didn't mean to step on you there. Uh, I'm I'm disagreeing with you. I'm just agreeing with you. I want to make sure I enunciate on that one because it's hard for any of us. We don't even know on that level. You're it's a lot. It's live television. Mm -hmm. You are a comedian. You're trying to make people laugh. You're trying to make the show entertaining. You get in the moment. And you want to keep the bit going and you're not really you're excited and you're not really maybe socially or not socially atmospherically aware of everything going on in that moment as Jimmy's lying on the floor. He probably didn't even know that Quinta was sadly the first black woman to independently win that award. I was thinking about that too, Lex. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine Jimmy didn't know that statistic, you know, I hate that that is the statistic. I hate well, that that's, you know. Yeah, and he's also a big fan of her, too. He loves mm -hmm. the show. She, he gave her one of the first her first shots um, to, to come on the show to talk about it. So, you know, in some cases, it's absolutely warranted some of the outrage, I think, in yep. this one, too, especially how she feels about it. She handled it so classy with such grace. And she just said, look, I had just had the best time. Yeah. So, you know, I think that makes us feel a little bit better about, okay, you know, she's okay with this. I think I can be okay with it, too. 
One more big story, People Magazine, the headline, Woody Williams enters wellness facility. Yeah. She's back. Um, It is due to, quote, overall health issues. And and then she says she wants to make a major comeback in her career. I hope for that, but I, I just, one step at a time, she needs to take care of number one, which is herself. Because uh, looking at the promo videos for her podcast, she just seemed unwell, um, bluntly. Is she back in control of her finances? Do we know this? I don't know. Um, Don't know. She said, my health is very well, and I've actually had a few appointments. Um, I'm 57, and I have the mind and body of a 25-year-old. I don't know about that, Wendy. I think she's still in a little bit of denial. That's not a body crack. I'm just talking about the wellness. I think she needs to be real of what she's going through because we can see it. So, as always, wishing her the best. Yes. For more stories like this, go to mytalk1071.com. When we come back, we love that she's a Minnesotan national food superstar. And Kim has an emotional episode of Chef's Table on Netflix. Lex and I watched it. We'll discuss when we come back. Had the best of intentions to talk about this for about a week. (laughs) But there's just been so, uh, so much going on and one thing after another. And more importantly, we just didn't want to cheat this one. Because it's uh, so good mm-hmm. and probably and, and will likely lead to a great conversation. I'm positive it will. Uh, we're talking about uh, a little TV taste test. It's actually a Marushka doll. It's one segment inside another segment. I'm sure Alexis would agree it's absolutely an ab fab. Oh, yes. Um, but it's also a TV taste test. What is this, a taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV taste test. We're talking about uh, Netflix's uh, new season of their hugely successful food series called Chef's Table. Each season deals with it maybe bakery or uh, steak or burgers. This year, it's all about pizza. So obviously, they wanted to profile James Beard Award-winning phenom, Minnesotan Chef Ann Kim, uh, whose record stands for itself. Uh, Pizzeria Lola. Hello. Yum. Pizza. Young Joni and uh, Suki and Mimi. Mm. And uh, I didn't know what to... Lex, I have never watched Chef's Table. Had you? No, this is my first time. So, yeah, I I didn't know what to expect either. I didn't either, Lex. And I, you know, so I had that. And as I said to Anne, who was uh, nice enough to come on my TV show this week, I know Anne. I know some some of her life. Yeah. I was blown away. I, I cried. I cried with her when she was on my show. Colin and I were boohooing. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how deep she would go. Um, I didn't know how personal it would be. You know, Lex, I thought it was all about recipes. Yeah, I, I did too. What was before I have a couple clips, but what was your off the top what was your what was your takeaway? Oh my gosh, like you, I was I was I actually I was weeping. <laughs> I was trying to hide it from my husband. Because oh, really? we were watching, you know, I'm a cry baby anyway, but uh this story resonates so deeply with me because I feel like she's telling my family story in many ways. I, mm-hmm. Um 
you know, my grandma, mom, they're they're from the Philippines. And um, pretty much my grandparents took a helicopter because my grandfather fought in World War II. And without speaking any English, they left everything behind. Uh, They lived and my mom grew up in San Diego. And so, um, you know, assimilation was was the big thing. And when Ann Kim told the story about going to school with a Korean lunch of rice and fish and pickled foods, which sounds delicious, by the way, um, my mom tells a very similar story about how kids would make fun of her when she opened up her lunchbox and there was mackerel and rice and um, just really delicious Filipino foods. And how at the same time she rejected the culture. Um, and so Ann Kim kind of talks a lot about that as well. My grandma had a beautiful garden and she would sell her tomatoes to neighbors and it would embarrass my mom and her three sister, her two sisters. And um, she also told stories about, you know, not wanting to look like you look. Uh, Filipinos have a very distinctive nose. Think of Manny Pacquiao. That mushroom, I have it. <laughs> this squishy nose. We're good boxers because we could, ooh, ooh, you won't break our nose. <laughs> On Hell always jokes about that, that I would have been a great boxer. But um, they, my mom and her sisters would tell stories t- to me at night that they would put clothespins on their nose, hoping that they'd wake up with a more Caucasian-looking nose. What? And, of course, now we celebrate it. But at the time, uh, the key was, yeah, to try to blend in. And really her story is don't blend in. And I loved it. I really loved it. And the way that the story unfolded was really beautiful. I know you do. I know you. you'll be, you'll be very happy with me right <laughs> Did now. Did you cue up the right point girl, there? <laughs> girl, girl, I don't mean to take a victory lap. We didn't even lap, talk right? about this. Girl, we didn't even talk. <laughs> I don't even mean to take a victory lap after that emotional thing, but yeah. do I know you or do I know you or do I know you? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you know me like I know Lex like that because <laughs> here's the clip I pulled. Wonderful. The first day of school, my grandmother made me a lunch. A bento box of rice, kimchi, and dried fish. I went to school and I opened my lunch box and everybody else opened theirs. My lunch didn't look the same, and it definitely didn't smell the same. I remember them laughing and teasing me. To them, it smelled disgusting, like things were rotting. So I threw my lunch away. I realized I'm not like the others. I'm different. That was the first time in my life where I felt ashamed of who I was. That's Chef's Table and Kim. (laughs) Do you feel like that music is just toying with you on top of the story? Like that is a whole other character. Look, I'm I am tearing up again just listening to that. Oh, Oh, let alone the story. she was on set. I couldn't even look at her, Lex. She was on set. And she, uh, and she starts crying. And then I start crying because I said I was already proud of her yeah. because the story that I know that I've told before in, in conjunction with her is when she had the idea to start a restaurant, 
Somebody told her, well, just open it, Jimmy John's, because you can't do your own concept. Mm. And she's like, no no offense to Jimmy John's, but I I can do my own thing. And I was all, and so I was, I love that moment with her. And I I remember that story and I was so proud. So I look at her and I, now there's a whole other layer of proudness, you know, because of what she went through. The, The second thing that I pulled Lex from Chef Ann Kim is her struggle with her parents. Mm-hmm. And not so much at this point that Ann wanted to open a restaurant, but Ann was an actress for eight years. Mm-hmm. And Ann lied to her parents and said she worked at another place, but she was really at the Guthrie doing what she loved. Mm-hmm. And her dad called to talk to her at her job. Ooh. And the con- the confrontation with her parents was, well, uh-uh. listen... One day, my dad happened to call my work. The front desk picked up the phone and told them, oh, Anne doesn't work here anymore. She's doing a show. That's how they found out. I remember sitting in the living room. My mother was crying. I could see the disappointment in my father's face. There was a certain panic, like, how dare you? We came to this country, we sacrificed everything for you. And you're throwing it all away. They told me I was a disgrace. profession I chose was no different from being a whore. Uh, I was, I looked at Colin Lex at that part and I was like, what? That's Chef Ann Kim on Chef's Table, owner of Pizzeria Lolo, Hello Pizza, Suki and Mimi, and Hello uh, Young Joni. Yeah, the expectation Um, for a lot of Asian families specifically is that you're going to an Ivy League school and there's specific professions that they want you to follow. Mm-hmm. Well, and she said she had, she's had sense people. Yeah. She said people of all makes models come up to her and say that it's their story. Yes. And I said, you know why? Anne? I said, because whether we are Asian or white or black or gay or trans, there's a couple universal themes in her story. Yes. The lunchbox, it may not for me, for I told Ann, for, for me, it wasn't a lunchbox. It was that I was gay and I looked different and I sounded different. I, I didn't play football with the boys at recess. And then the parent thing, I said, and that's universal because we all want to make our mom and dads proud. Always. You know, always, Lex? always. Yes. I said, so that's why you have people coming up to you, Ann Kim. We're also because, a country of immigrants. Yes. And this is an immigrant story. Yes. And trying to reconcile cultures. Yeah, it's, it's very powerful. I think everyone should watch this. Please. Um, and not. it is a special. You know, I had, a, I had a hard time finding it at first because if you just search for Chef's Table, that's a whole nother series. You have to search for Chef's Table Pizza. Pizza. It's a whole separate thing. Yes. Yeah. And it's worth it. Episode three, search for the Ann Kim one. We love you, Ann. Proud of you. Proud that you're a Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. And... 
proud that you blanked fear, right, Lex? And thanks for delicious pizza, because before you, there was no good pizza here in the Twin Cities. I'll say it. I'll say it. And she experiments, really, with just fantastic toppings, and um, it's just, it's an art form. It really is. And it's so tasty. Girl, she brought that. She brought her pickle pizza to the show, Lex. Oh, yum. Girl, even cold, that damn thing was good. Cold. <laughs> yes. Cold as a... Cold as... <laughs> Cold as a polar bear's uh, vagine. No, oh, that, that's cold. That's cold. And the damn thing was good. Yum. Mm. Available at uh, Young Joni. Let's take a break. More colonial fun when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. They got ranges, heaters, power tools. They got TV toasters, waiting pools. They got hi-fi hammers, hoses, rakes. They got all. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Huh. Lex, you can roast your wieners <laughs> I on can. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo. Just in case you need to, Lex. In Mike, case. if you always yeah. ready to know where to get that. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> maybe That's the a... commercial would have been shorter if they talked about what they don't have. Yeah, maybe. Wow. It was from nineteen sixty two, a radio ad for Kmart, the savings place. Yeah. That's right. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the planet at MyTalk1071.com. Tickets are on sale right now for what, Lex? Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, September That's 30th. Right. We are legally obligated by B. Arthur. <laughs> to mention this twice an hour. Oh, yeah. We want people to get those tickets before they sell out, and they will. They will. I'm surprised they haven't already. Yeah. Have we heard word? I, mm, I don't know. Oh, Let me okay. call her. Okay. Let me try to call her again. This is year 12 of Project Down and Dirty. Is it? It's 12. Wow. Oh, God. We've worked here that long? <laughs> yeah, we have. We were here for the first one. Oh, crap. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, because this year. Oh, oh. Uh, hello, B. Arthur, are you there? Hey, hello. Hello. Uh, two things. First, has Project Down and Dirty sold out yet? Um, not that I know of, but I haven't. I'm, I'm driving, so I don't know for sure. Oh, safety first. Safety first. Ten and two, lady. Ten and yes, two. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, number two, um, engineer, or I'm sorry, uh, producer Mike, who, by the way, uh, oh, I should tell you, you're live on the air, so don't curse. Um, uh, Mike, who, who is delightful, he informed us that he, do you know that he lives in Rochester, for heaven's sake? I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, we're putting them up at like a day's end or something, aren't we, B. Arthur? Now, don't be cheap, lady. Don't be cheap. Make sure we're putting them up and taking care of them. So you suggest days in as a way <laughs> well, yeah, like, I know how cheap you are. I've seen your purse. I've seen the bats that come out of your pocketbook. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are we taking... Yeah. Uh, my point, my point, hooved, hooved one, are we taking care of him? Um, sure. 
Oh, God. Okay. That means no. <laughs> she can't hear okay. us. But, but. Anyway. I love you. I love you. And uh, take care of Mike. We like him. Okay. Keep him. Don't. Now, repeat, a- repeat after me. Can you hear me? Repeat after me. Are you ready? I. I. Will not. Will not. Scare off. Off. The new employee. The new employee. Thank you. Uh, Godspeed. Okay. okay, there we go. Let's be Fingers and toes crossed. She was winking. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> okay. Um, oh man. Oh, but we don't I, have to, we, oh yeah. Oh, we can, we can finish this quiz tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, because Project oh, Down and do Dirty, man. We've got to talk about the films. What we're doing. There's going to be a red carpet, and of course, it's September 30th is when. All of the films will be shown. So make sure, of yeah. course, you're available then. Two theaters at Showplace Icon Theaters at the West End. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be so fun. Um, we're nervous, my talkers. You're, you're listening yeah. to two nervous people. Because we write, act, shoot, produce a comedy Everything. film. Intimacy coordinate. Yeah, that's my job. Yeah, because I'm making out. With both Alexis and Dawn. No, in this no, movie. no, just do it, Dawn. I'm making out. I'm going to make I'm sure s- everyone feels safe and comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to have snacks, band aids. You're going to have a granola bar for after yeah. the makeup session? Yeah, you guys are going to get hungry. You know, I got it all. Um, Okay. Have you heard? No. Oh, God, we got to go. We got to oh, talk about shoot. this tomorrow. Okay, but what? I, what? Do, you, here's your mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slink around today and listen to the other shows. Okay. Uh, see if you can pick up on their level of fear. Okay. okay. I'll try. Yeah. Okay. I'll try. That's good. That's going to do it for us today. <laughs> if you're listening today, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. It's yes, a threat. If you're uh, listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Live boldly and free. Oh. Blank fear, right, Ann Kim? Yeah. Blank fear. Yes. Have a great day, everyone. We love you so much. And yes, we will be back tomorrow. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.